the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. It's all I want. She's blonde, five foot two. It's all I need, yeah. And one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. This is my America. <laughs> Not you. D- don't you go anywhere. Yeah. Um, Fauci says he's on his way out. A friend of the show and listener messaged Why did John me. have to put that in my head, by I the way? I know, right? But it's so, it's so true. I mean, you know, he's, he's a political animal. Um, I think that, you know, um, I think that there is a good chance that if we don't take control of both houses, because we got to have the Senate to hold anybody accountable, right? That's where the Judiciary Committee hey, is. America's in crisis. They need Yeah, you. they need me, especially if they get their way with the monkeypox, because now they're warning today that, oh, how it could show up at the schools. Well, you know, here's the reality. Um the reality of monkeypox is that it is still going within the circles of gay men, and it's it, which you know tells me that it's primarily really close sexual contact. That, in, in other words, it's not easily spread, or it would have already spread outside of the gay community exactly. because it takes time to show up in your body, and it would have been spread, you know, via and going to the coffee shop or whatever. But the fact that it's really be, being primarily spread through sexual contact tells me that it's not likely to show up you know across schools across this country so that's just kind of what they're hoping for because the the way that the left is do you think it's just more fear tactics well i think that you know i think it's an excuse to continue to have control the battle for the future of this country is through the children listen to what naomi wolf was saying they are this this bioweapon is is targeting fertility it's killing kids in the womb, causing spontaneous abortion. It's affecting fertility. There was a news report. I can't verify it. I saw a clip today on Instagram, and I don't know who it was, but this woman reporter sitting on a couch in English, and she says, experts are predicting that there will be no sperm by the year 2045. Well, gee, guess why? We know that there's still schools in this country as of right now, even after the CDC came out and said kids don't need to, to, to wear masks. Kids, basically what we've said all along, kids don't get it and they don't give it and masks don't work. There's school districts where kids are sitting in school right now with masks on. Why? Because it's really about kids. There were so many reasons why kids are the target. They want kids to be indoctrinated all day long, not just into socialism, not just into CRT and all that, but that their body is controlled by the state. They want it to be the normal for children going forward in this country to have their bodies controlled and and indoctrinated into the idea that the government controls their body. 
the government controls their body. The government controls their body. Listen to what Fauci said in that clip we played last hour. The point, it wasn't about masks. The, the issue with, with the mask mandates on planes didn't have anything to do with masks. The issue he had with that court ruling was that the power over your body and over your health should never be in the courts. It should have that it should rest with the, quote, public health officials. They should have the ultimate say over your body. What was Roe v. Wade about? You know, it was an assault on children in this country, the preborn. In two weeks, California is going to vote and probably pass into law that people can do something called perinatal abortion, meaning kill their children after they've already been born. the, The future, the left has decided that the way to get communism over on us is through the children in one way, shape or or, or another. And that's really what's going on. So, yeah, if there's any way that they can, I, I so much so to where if there's any way that they could possibly get some monkeypox to spread around the school, they're going to do it. Am I crazy? Look, everything that I've said has been true. Stop. How many people that you and I both know in the conservative movement some, considered to be the farthest on the right were angry at me because I didn't support the lockdowns? A lot of them. Big names that you would recognize. And I was right. Will Trump admit that he's right? He should. That, that I'm right. I don't think he will. I don't think he will either. I did not. I have not listened to his rally speeches. You guys let me know. At, what, what has he been saying? Like at CPAC, did he mention in that speech the shots? You know, we, we going forward, I must have, and this, and I didn't get into it with Dr. Wolf because, you know, she's doing the work of science. She, did you hear her say that she voted for Biden? She did. did. She is a lefty politically and she, but she's being on, that's how you can know that what she is saying is, is truth. This is not political for her. She drank the Kool-Aid and then she starts looking at this and going, holy crap, holy crap. Trump needs to be looking at this and going, holy crap. I honestly think he would lose a lot of his supporters if he does, if he does not admit he was wrong. Right. Trump needs, she's saying that everybody needs, she's doing all this work and the proof is out there. The Pfizer docs themselves, a daily clout. She wants people to spread this word. It needs to go with Trump. He needs to come out and say, I trusted these people. For those that said, you know, Kamala Harris, I'm not going to get the shot. You know, you know, if Trump's behind it, he, he should come out and say, I wasn't the one sitting in a lab cooking this up. And I like everybody else. I trusted these people. Who told me that they were doing they were doing actual trials that when they said there were no adverse events, that was honest. That's why I allowed myself to get the shot. And going forward, there must not, and he needs to stop saying 20 million people would have died. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. I've got a question for you guys out there. For those of us, there, those of us that have not gotten the shot are being referred to as pure bloods. And I've got a question that may be considered really controversial. For those of you who've gotten the shots, maybe you've gotten, I know people that have got one, but then didn't get any more. 95% of parents of five-year-olds and below have not gotten shots. 99% of those that got one shot for their five-year-old or below have not gotten a second. My question is, are you concerned that if you need a blood transfusion, which I have had family members that needed it, accidents, car accidents or whatever, needed blood transfusions, are have you thought about and what are your thoughts about needing a blood transfusion and whether or not 
you're okay with getting a blood transfusion from somebody who might have gotten these shots. I checked with the local 888-344-1170. I checked with the local uh, San Diego Blood Bank. They are not doing separate from what I can tell. They are not doing anything in regards to separating the blood. I think that that makes sense. I think that people should have a choice as to what kind of, just like you have a blood type and you're supposed to get something that matches you. I don't want to get a blood transfusion from somebody who's gotten these shots. I can pay. We know that you can pay to have your blood stored, but it's expensive. And poor people shouldn't don't have the means to do that. Not everybody knows that you can do that. I think that we need to be amassing blood supplies of those that haven't gotten the shot. What do you guys think? I think if I think when we don't know the long term effects of these shots, I think that that I think that we if we don't know the effect of these shots, then I think that we we shouldn't be forced to have to have this injected into our bodies in the, in the form of a, a transfusion. Yeah, because I mean, you know, even less about what taking blood from somebody that was vaccinated again, that was their choice. But that if that hits your system, we have no idea what that's going to do to you. Right. Pregnant women aren't supposed to pregnant women aren't supposed to um, drink coffee. Right. They're not supposed to drink wine. Pregnant women are, are you know, are, aren't supposed to eat tuna, but they're they've been told, you know, particularly in, on the job, you, you know, get the shot or, you know, um, or you're going to lose your job. Many of them nurses and healthcare professionals. Right. Um, we we know that it in with shots in the past and all kinds of drugs that, you know, the, it's supposed to be depending on it's supposed to be not only informed consent, but it's it's um Everybody's if, if you've de- it depends on your own personal history and your history and your family. For example, there's women in their 50s that might want to take horm- do hormone replacement therapy to help them through menopause. But you're not supposed to do that if you have a history of cancer in your family. So there's supposed to be all kinds of considerations made for you before you get something injected into your body. But that didn't happen here. Americans across the country, regardless of age, regardless of whether or not they were a high risk group, regardless of their health, regardless of whether or not they had this before. Everybody was and lumped together. Everybody was lumped together and told not allowed to question. If you did, you were deplatformed, canceled, fired from your job. There's it, Obviously, this was crap or they wouldn't have had to force it on you in that method. So now it's going to be forced on us in the, in the form of a blood transfusion. I don't want it. I don't want it. So it, 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 and I think that one of the things, and I didn't have a chance to talk to Naomi Wolf about that, but I think one of the things that I'm going to consider going, I'm going to look into, I'm going to contact the San Diego Blood Bank and ask them if there's been any request or any consideration of where they're at with separating the blood supply out. This should be considered no different than them, than them, um, separating out and ensuring that there's no hepatitis C. Back in the 80s, there was a real concern about blood transfusions because it was difficult to try to tell whether or not, you know, some it, there's a time period between when you contract, you know, HIV and when it shows up in your body. 
And so there all these considerations had to be made about our blood supply, right? I mean, finally, I think I reported last week, finally, after decades, some people in the United Kingdom, long past the point in which some people had died from bad blood, they finally got some money from it. So I think I think from a public health standpoint, we've got to be considering what are we doing with our blood supplies at this point? And nobody's talking about it. Have you heard anybody talking about our blood supplies? I've heard nobody talk about it. And quite frankly, before I had that conversation with you off the air, I thought I was the only one thinking about this. Well, you know, we typically are ahead of other people. Most of the time. That's just the truth. That ain't bragging. It's the truth. But yeah, let me brag. (laughs) Excuse me while I toot my own horn. (laughs) All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to shift gears. We've got a crime wave across the country. There's Speaking of blood, there's blood in the streets. Such a sad story coming out from some seniors in the Bronx today. And we've got uh, someone here who's going to help us get to the bottom of it. Pat Nolan, founder of the Nolan Center for Justice at the American Conservative Union Foundation, is going to be here to talk about public safety. So stay tuned. Andrea K, bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea K show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show. Uh, my heart was breaking today when I saw an interview with some seniors, I think in the borough, uh, I think the Bronx in New York City talking about how being just brutalized they were by vicious teens in the streets in New York. I mean, we saw, I think it was Friday of last week, the L.A. Uh, Police Department released a video of a disgusting animalistic mob that just took over some streets in L.A. and then just, you know, robbed a, a 7-Eleven. I mean, coast to coast, the crime wave we're experiencing is just beyond the pale beyond imagination that I'm seeing this in the United States of America. In a moment, we're going to speak to Pat Nolan, who's founder of the Nolan Center for Justice at the American Conservative Union Foundation, who's going to be here to talk about public safety and and what's going on behind this. But I want to set the stage for how bad this is. You know, if you can listen to these seniors and not have your heart break, you just have no soul. Skins, please play clip nine. Look in my eyes. I have not slept. 67-year-old Miriam Sintron and her neighbors live in a state of fear. They claim large gangs of young teens have been terrorizing their apartment building in the Bronx all summer. And it's getting worse. They came at us. They beat us. They broke that, that stick from that tree there to beat us with the wood. We don't have nobody. Miriam says they broke the pole from the tree well and turned it into a weapon Saturday night as she fell victim to their violence. They were kicking me in my side. They were kicking me on this side. They was punching me in my back, trying to get my face, but I covered. 63-year-old Nydia Carrero says a group of young girls the same night slammed her to the sidewalk, dragged her and pummeled her after she refused them entry into her building. They wanted to hang out in the hallway and smoke pot and and mess up the building. They go in there with bikes in there half the time. This is 1294 and 1295 East 169th Street in the Morrisania section of the Bronx. Most of the tenants here are elderly. They tell me they are being swarmed, beaten, and robbed by ruthless teens who have turned their apartment building into an oasis of lawlessness and who apparently count on their youth to spare them. As the adolescents escalate the violence night after night, residents are left bruised and traumatized. 
it's a shame. And they are telling us they're going to come back and burn the building now. It's ridiculous. It's horrifying. And joining me now to discuss what's happening across the country, not just against those, you know, senior citizens in the Bronx is Pat Nolan, founder of the Nolan Center for Justice at the American Conservative Union Foundation, who's been writing about this most recently in Real Clear Politics. Hi, Pat Nolan. Welcome to the Andrea Kay Show. Uh, thank you, Ms. Kay. So these teams... Go ahead. One, my heart just breaks for people. Imagine that. Trapped in their home. They can't afford to move, and where on earth would they move to? Mm-hmm. Uh, the police can't come. Uh, they're so overworked. Um, it, uh, you know, these people are entitled to live in peace, and and they're not because the government has failed them. The first duty of government is to protect its people, mm-hmm. and our government's failing. And in many cases, like New York. L.A., San Francisco, is deliberate by the prosecutors and the left-wing politicians. Well, yeah, these seniors said, one of them said, well, they think the youth is going to protect them. It's not even just the youth, I mean, that they're teens. I mean, just the criminals know that the system right now is protecting them, not the law-abiding citizens. And you're right, this is by design, every bit of it, whether it's New York, L.A., you know, middle America and beyond. And you've studied this. Tell everybody what's really going on here. Yeah, um, there's a group um, organized by George Soros, a foreign billionaire, but with plenty of support from billionaires in Silicon Valley. And they have the notion that our system, the criminal justice system, is so corrupt and racist that there can't be justice. So their attitude is pour millions of dollars into races and elect woke, which is another word for communist, DAs who won't prosecute violent criminals, but will prosecute businesses and police officers. I mean, they've turned safety on its head and they do it deliberately. This is part of their design. And, um, It just sickens me uh, because, you know, uh, again, our people deserve to live in safe communities. And we pay a lot of money for that, but we aren't getting the bang for our buck for what we're paying for public safety. Well, now, and when it, and when it comes to these seniors in, in the Bronx, you know, these these are supposed to be the constituents, the core constituents of the lefts. Pat Nolan, they're supposed to be, I'm old enough to remember when they were running commercials showing <clears throat> Paul Ryan shoving Granny over the cliff. No, oh, it's yeah. <laughs> it, it's the Democrats, right, that are, that are beating up Granny. And these are Grannies and, right. and Grandpas of color in the Bronx. You can hear those accents. These are just, and the most yeah. Vulnerable citizens amongst us are just literally being left lambs to slaughter. And CNN's putting up tonight, I see in the monitors inside my studio, that the Democrat voter says the number one issue we've got in this country is the threats to our democracy, i.e. January 6th. That's crap, Pat Nolan. They care about the crime wave across this country and, and our economy. And you're right. These seniors have nowhere to go. They can't afford to leave. They can't go anywhere. Yeah. And, and the reality is, You know, the liberals claim they care about the poor, Mm -hmm. but that's BS. 
they don't. They view them, they use them for political fodder. But they live in their wealthy communities behind gates with private security. Meanwhile, the constituents live in these you know, hell holes mm-hmm. of violence. And, you know, uh, people, they talk about, oh, businesses are leaving the inner city and they're, you know, deserts now. Uh, well, what, what business person would stay there when if they have to make a night deposit, let's say it's a 7-Eleven mm-hmm. or a gas station or a jeweler, they're not allowed to have a gun. And yet when they go to make night deposits, they're at risk of being robbed. And they are. Right. You hit on something very important there before I forget. I think that part of the design is to run small business under. That was part of the sideline benefit of COVID. Now we got 87,000 IRS agents set to target small business. Part of, part of the transformation from us, from a, a constitutional republic to their centralized communist system of power is they got to get rid of small business, right? And amass more and more money to their billionaires from Amazon and, <clears throat> And beyond and take out small business. And this is sure a way to do it, right? Um, oh, but- absolutely. And this is their design. There, there were two socialist professors at Columbia. They were so far left that they didn't register as Democrats. They were registered as Democratic Socialists of America, which is the communist front in New York. And they came up on a theory, Cloward Piven mm-hmm. strategy in which they said the people wouldn't revolt, the middle class wouldn't revolt unless they could collapse our institutions so they couldn't function. Their first foray was to organize welfare moms. Mm -hmm. And they did a study that said only uh, 40% of the people entitled to welfare were getting it. Now, you and I would say that's great. They're able to get by without being on the dole. But they went out and recruited them door to door, saying, you know, you're not getting your fair share. You're being cheated. Sign up for welfare. And the result of that was hundreds of thousands of new people added the welfare rolls. New York City went bankrupt, and then the state went bankrupt. They caused the collapse of the welfare system. Meanwhile, the welfare recipients were saying they wanted more, and they're now doing it with our justice system. They discourage the police. They don't prosecute violent criminals. They uh, go after businesses and, you know, they create the hell that they think will cause the people to revolt. These are revolutionaries. They're dedicated to the destruction of our republic. And people need to wake up. This is happening. You know, we we uh, give each other the benefit of the doubt. We can't believe that somebody would be that evil, that they would uh, allow these poor people to live like this in such fear behind bars and shivering, worrying about, you you know, uh, being beaten up when they venture out. Well, they don't care. 
Well, right. Well, yeah. And, and in fact, it's part of the plan, right? And, you know, one of the reasons why they process, yeah. And, 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 it, and, and they also want to take away our ability and our desire to defend ourselves. Part of what Kyle Rittenhouse, that trial was about, even though the prosecutors knew he acted in self-defense to the, to the degree in which they withheld mitigating exculpatory evidence from the trial and committed prosecutorial misconduct was because they were hoping that they could, they, that what that trial was about was about putting self-defense uh, you know, on trial oh, and, to, to, and to tell the American yeah. people, how dare you think that you're going to leave your house and defend your streets and defend yourself and defend your neighborhoods? Right. Exactly. Depend on the government. And, you know, um, police uh, brass has changed over the years. They're appointed by politicians. When I was a kid growing up in L.A., Chief Davis was wonderful conservative. And he told the people, Get yourself a gun because we don't have enough police officers to get to you in time. Mm-hmm. You need to defend your home, your castle. Well, of course, the libs were nuts, but he was right. You know, the, the, the police are so stretched thin now. It's not their fault. You know, they, they've been defunded. And so many are retiring now because they're discouraged. They can't get there in time. And yet in most of these cities, They've prohibited personal possession of handguns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, they, they are creating an atmosphere where we're totally dependent on the government and the government's failing to protect us. Well, yeah, and we haven't even got into the border situation, which is completely open border. Did you see the video the other day, Pat Nolan, where the Texas National Guard locks a gate? All these illegals have already come across illegally into the border. They're at this private private uh, property. There's a gate. National Guard locks it, and then the Border Patrol walks up and unlocks the gate and, and just lets them in. Yes, and it was on private property. Yeah. I'm pr- yeah. You know, it's astounding. Rather than protecting our border, the Border Patrol now is under orders to let them in. Now, yeah. I can guarantee you the average Border Patrol agent is not aboard this. They're, they're not for it. But they're told by their top brass that this is what they've got to do. Uh, when I was young, I was uh, in a police group, uh, Police Explorers, and we went and I worked a weekend with the Border Patrol at the San Isidro station. These are good, hardworking people. Mm -hmm. They would be disgusted. Those I rode with would be disgusted to see what's being done now because they were trying to hold back the tide even then. I was a member of the legislature in California. I was the Republican leader. And I called for mobilizing the National Guard along the border. Okay, I think I remember that. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and I was attacked even by Republicans. Oh, how could you? Mm-hmm. We don't want a militarized border. Well, you, you know, the purpose of the National Guard is to defend the state until the feds can come and do it. Well, the feds weren't coming. Right. We had every right in the world to mobilize <laughs> right. the National right. Guard. And now yeah. they're just, I mean, to see our Border Patrol open the gate and let in every Tom, Dick, oh. and MS-13 gang ma- member carrying backpacks oh. of fentanyl. There, There is enough fentanyl that they have brought across into this country to kill off at least half of Americans. And the latest trend is that the fentanyl looks like candy, so it's going to be targeted yeah. to children. And we know that there's human trafficker and child tra- traffickers. Ten adults were arrested today who were pretending they 
they were unaccompanied minors. Look, this this is a flat out. We are in a war in this country, as Dr. Naomi Wolf said uh, last hour. It's a civil war against you know the the American people here to take us over, and time is running out. Pat Nolan, quickly, when a minute left, wrap us up. Tell everybody, uh, um, uh, give us a call to action. What what do Americans need to do? First of all, they have to vote. And they have to also volunteer. Here in Arizona, we have watch parties around the so-called drop boxes. And it's volunteers that go and monitor who's coming and dropping off ballots. And, in fact, in our primary, they scared away some of the mules that were bringing loads of ballots. But they need to, they need to mobilize and fight, 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 you know, for our country. This is a civil war. And yet our people, most of our people, aren't even aware this is going on. They know something's wrong, but they haven't done it. Educate yourself, vote, but also protect your vote by volunteering to monitor the elections. Absolutely. Yeah, we've got we've got a really good, actually, local machine here. Um, but the, the local party can't do it all on their, their own. They need you to volunteer. So go to the Republican Party of San Diego and you can see all the different ways in which you can volunteer because definitely from being a poll watcher to everything, you know, that Pat just described. Pat Nolan, thank you for being here. Appreciate you. God bless you. Very right. nice to visit with you. You too. Ho- hopefully we'll get you back soon. All right, we got to take a break. When we come back, we got more to talk about. Trump filed a motion today regarding that Mar-a-Lago raid. What's that all, all about? Well, we will tell you when we come back. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show. Um, so there was supposedly a big ruling today with this court down in Florida and people saying, wow, blockbuster breaking news. Reinhold, you know, issues a major ruling against the government. Come on now, please. Basically, you know, oh, he denied, you know, the government. They wanted to keep it completely sealed. Come on. This man's playing games, you guys down there to try to pretend that he's not biased against Trump. All he said was that the government couldn't, you know, um, you know, um, couldn't withhold the entire thing but they have the right to redact whatever they want and then he even gave them pretty much an entire week to come back with the affidavit that's with their redactions on it so you know basically i mean it's going to be like a you know a black page so i mean it's just games in the meantime uh trump and and his attorneys have um filed a motion to ask uh, for the appointment of a, quote, special master to review the documents taken from his home. Um, he seeks a detailed inventory of what law enforcement took, the return of items taken that were outside the scope of the search, and to bar the government from reviewing the material pending the special master's appointment. In the filing, um, Trump asked the government three questions. Why raid my home with a platoon of federal agents when I have voluntarily cooperated with your every request? Um, what are you trying to hide from the public, given that you requested I turn off all home security cameras and even refused to allow my attorneys to observe what your agents were doing? Number three, why have you refused to tell me what you took from my home? Um, a special master is a court-appointed agent tasked with a specific action related to a case. Uh, this according to someone from Cornell Law. 
A special master is appointed by a court to carry out some sort of action on its behalf. Per the school, theoretically, a special master is distinguished from a master. A master's function is to essentially investigate compiling evidence or documents to inform some future action by the court, whereas a special master carries out some direct action. His legal basis rested on uh, the Fourth Amendment, which protects against unlawful searches and seizures. In his filing, Trump argues that the warrant is facially overbroad and alleges the government has long treated President uh, Donald J. Trump unfairly. So um, I'm not I'm not a, a, an attorney. I don't know if this is a great move or not. Um, you know, uh, do you have a, an opinion there, my I, man? I, I mean, I just found out for the first time what a master and a special master was. So I got to dig a little deeper. I'm not sure either. Um, I think that. As I've been reporting on for five or six years or even before 2016, I was concerned about the power being amassed uh, to the Department of Justice via our courts to, un- you know, um, to all these politically appointed justices in robes. You know, I mean, we in California, the Ninth Circuit was re- was being being referred to as the Ninth Circuit Court of Schlemiel's long before Trump came down the escalators. So I'm not confident that there's a whole lot of these special masters that are politically neutral or the ninth circus. Yeah. The ninth circus was another one. So it's like, you know, I I mean, unless you have an opportunity to negotiate who the special master is, I mean, what good is it? I mean, I think, you know, to the base, to MAGA, I think it's a reason for them to, you know, you know, continue to support Trump in the sense that that it's another way of Trump showing he's a fighter, that he's not going down. Uh, I think that, you know, um, Truth Social has increased the number of app downloads by almost 600 percent since 600%. this happened. 600 percent support for Trump is going up. Um, awareness of how bad the deep state is, is in, is increasing. Um, so I, I think that, that this from just a rallying the base move, it might be good legally. I don't have a lot of confidence in it because the Department of Justice is, is that corrupt. I agree with that. And going back to, I also think Trump should come out. It does him no favors to at this point, if he is going to run, to not come out tomorrow and say, you know what? Enough's enough. Let's drain the swamp. I'm in 24. Uh, yeah, I, I would. I would, and I would be, and to, and in the establishment that's whispering in his ear, telling him that you need to wait for the midterms, they'd be getting my middle finger. After Mitch McConnell is basically throwing, doing what he can to throw the Senate to the Democrats, I I wouldn't be listening to one person in the establishment, not one, if I was Trump, not one. Um, and McConnell has tried to backtrack a little bit because, you know, um, he's seeing that every, you know, the establishment seeing that the more they, they go at Trump, uh, the worse it is for them. Uh, you know, it's, it's, I mean, to see somebody pointed out today, I think it was Tim Young, Tim runs his mouth, greatest, greatest account to follow in Instagram. He was like only, you know, only in, in the uniparty world with their big tech and their big spokesperson and legacy media, would they, you know, let a loser who lost her primary race like Liz Cheney lose by 40 points and have her go on a media tour like she's a winner? I mean, you know, hello, these people are just not getting it. They're, you know, going against Trump is a loser right now. And you want to know why? Because when you go against Trump, you go against 75 million MAGA supporters. That's the problem.
and our and our MAGA beliefs are not rooted in a cult-like obsession with the man. It's rooted in understanding that our country is in trouble and we are at a civil war and a war against Trump is a war against us. And we want to save our country. McConnell came back now and said, um, he, he's now increased our chances and said, we've got a, the Republicans have a 50-50 chance he's of taking so control. You know what? He needs to go away. Kentucky... You know what? You know what would be better, Kentucky, is if that seat went Democrat, then Mitch McConnell continuing. And I mean that. And I mean that. We we, we, we would have been we better off the air, but you can get somebody that can learn the ropes of his seat and do it pretty darn good. The Republicans and you know what? I, why am I covering for Kurt Schlichter? Why am I covering for Schlichter? Schlichter came on this show and said himself, when I've called him out and said McConnell needed to go, he's argued with me and said, who else but McConnell knows knows all the rules of the Senate? I got to call out my man Schlichter. Got to call him out. Because, we, we, you know, hello, wake, are, are you on board with us now, Schlichter? Because, the, you know, there's been too many MAGA, too many conservatives that continue to prop up McConnell, and here we are. Even if what he says is true, it is no longer good enough. No, it's not no longer good enough. All right. We're going to take a break. Final segment for tonight. Hmm. What are we going to talk about? Should we talk about the border or should we talk about the World Economic Forum saying that the planet no longer needs the vast majority of us? I think we should talk about that. Uh-huh. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back. You know what? I'm going to save this World Economic Forum story for tomorrow because it, it needs more than the time we've got here uh, because it ties in so much to what we were talking about in the last hour with Dr. Naomi Wolf about what's going on as the bigger picture as to why when I posed the question to her as to, okay, in the fall of 2020, when Fauci's lying and saying there was no severe adverse events during the trials, why they went forward with shots that they knew were going to kill people. And she talked about that we're in a war. We're in a war for the future of this, uh, of this country, and it involves the global elites, the World Economic Forum, and the Chinese Communist Party. And that ties in to the story that nobody's talking about, in which this World Economic Forum advisor says that the planet no longer needs the vast majority of the population. And one of the, one of the, what did we talk about with Dr. Naomi Wolf? Part of this, this is clearly a bioweapon that, the, that um, is attacking fertility and attacking um, in both men and women. And so I think I'm going to save this for tomorrow. Um, interesting polling numbers coming out today. 74% of voters say the country is on the wrong track. And before you go jump into conclusions that has got anything to do with the fact that nobody can afford to drive to work, the answer as to what's behind those numbers are laid out for you by none other than Yamache. I don't even know how to say this chick's. Last I'm glad name. you're having to say it, not me. <laughs> Let's just play. All I can say is she's wise. I didn't know this. <laughs> Clip eight. Seventy four percent of Americans say the country is going in the wrong direction. Nearly 60 percent of voters say America's best years are behind it. Nearly 60 percent. You mean, why are people so unhappy these days? 
But what you see really is on the Democratic side, people that are very, very worried about the direction of this country. They're very worried, especially about former President Trump possibly coming back into power or former President <laughs> Trump or, or another Republican stealing the election in 2022 or 2024 because we've seen so many election deniers be be and elected. question is people's empty wallets. Does that have anything to do with President Trump possibly running for president? How stupid does she think people are? I mean, right track, wrong track track is a question that, that is always in the middle of around the midterms. Well, it, it could be throughout any, any time throughout an administration. How have you done? How? The question is so clear. Is the country on the right track in terms of how is it going right now? It has nothing at all to do with some election outcome two years from now. That question would be, who do you want to run in 2024 and who do you want to be president in 2024? But this is how deranged they are. And this is how much they hate you, that they think you're so dumb that you're that they can tell you that 74 percent of voters, when they think about the country's on the wrong track, that the track they're talking about is the election in 2024, two years from now, over two years from now. No, it's not about the fact that like we reported earlier about a half an hour ago, the people that senior citizens that are getting beaten in the lobby of their their apartment building by teenagers that aren't going to face any consequence with our with our with our, our justice system or the open border that's that's involving human trafficking and bringing drugs across the border. Or the fact that people literally cannot afford to buy food in this country or fill up their gas tank and drive to work or pay their rent. Or, or the people that were going to retire but now can't because their entire retirement's been completely wiped out. I mean, that they're trying to tell us that that the seventy four percent of voters think the country's on the wrong track because Trump might win in twenty twenty four. Yeah, that's adversely affecting their lives. I, I mean, that is just so insane. This is, you know, this just goes to show. The I ultimate mean, gaslighting. I mean, how how CNN that was? Yeah, was that on CNN? Because, I mean, right now they're purging, right? They're, they're having to purge their network. No, MSNBC. They got to be next, right? I mean, CNN fired Brian Stelter. I mean, you know, uh, words are they're going to, there's rumors that they're going to get rid of Don Lemon. I mean, they're so in the tank, so destroyed themselves that they're having to just completely try to reboot. MSNBC must, must be next. Because there can't be that many Americans that dumb that believe that. I mean, we know there's some idiots out there. We know there's some Mo's. But the that the, when it comes to right track, wrong track, I mean, American American people that know that that's a question of. Are you feeling good about how things are going to be looking uh, on where you're at today? And do you think it's going to get any better anytime soon? That's really what the question's about. There was a video that went around that I can't verify that had to do with baby formula being destroyed. There was a, 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 a truck driver who posted this video and it's been taken down and I wasn't able to verify it before it was taken down. And it looked real to me that they were literally destroying baby formula. The destruction of our economy and the pain that's being inflicted on Americans is as intentional as the crime wave across this I'll country. I'll ask you, Andrew, uh, would you put it past them? No. No. Because it, why wouldn't they destroy it? They knew that we they knew we didn't have enough baby formula when they were sending a bunch down and 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 loading up the shelves with it for illegals. 
If they would do that, they would destroy it. If they would shut down the pipeline, but yet remove sanctions for Russia and pave the way for Russia to make bank on oil, knowing that it was going to crush the middle class at the gas pump, they did that. Why wouldn't they destroy baby formula? This is the Cloward Piven at, at, at play here, and it's not a conspiracy theory if it's true. Everything that's happening is is intentional in this country. Otherwise, why would somebody say something as ridiculous as that 74% of voters who say we're on a wrong track say so because they're scared Trump is going to win? answer the question. Right. It's got to be intentional economic destruction when they're doing that kind of lying about what's going on. Tomorrow night, we got Jesse Jane Duff who's going to be here. Is Biden going to give the Taliban more billions of dollars over there? Well, she will be here to talk about it. So come here tomorrow, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.